Cork City are going for it. It's Joshua McGuire who shoots. Oh, it's deflected in and Cork City have surely won the cup. And it's a former John Dog man who has stuck the dagger into their heart. The city bench in their entirety have jumped from the bench and they've raced across the park over into the corner where McGuire is. You know, they've been a big team to beat. We've been close, but we haven't won the trophy. And um, that, today's win will give us that belief, I believe. And, uh, you know, while Gundalk have a very high standard, I'm hoping that win will drive us on for next year, and I think it will. Mark Hangan has left on a falls to Sean McGuire, takes a shot! Getting! Getting! Absolute scenes here at the Aviva Stadium! The entire Cork City bench is emptied as they all go to celebrate with Shawnee McGuire. It was Stephen Beanie's throw-in. It landed on Shawnee McGuire's feet. He turned. He took a shot. It was deflected. And a squirm past Rogers and Cork City in additional time of extra time have taken the lead. My God, that's unbelievable. to lose it you know I think um, the players are magnificent you know after a grueling game in Russia really on Friday and very very uh, very unfortunate really I felt to lose overall but listen that's the way it goes Stephen Beattie with a long throw and uh, flicked on and Maguire Maguire has won it Sean Maguire has won it for Cox today yes you beauty you beauty a year ago we were all out here um, it was tough to take you know after finishing runners up the league and runners up in the FA Cup it's it's tough but we set out of Rams at the start of the season uh, we said we wanted to win a major trophy uh, we're disappointed obviously with the way the league ended but we came today we believe we could, we could win the cup today and uh, thankfully it turned out that way Maguire oh he's got it Gary that's about the most heartbreaking way you can lose a cup final I guess yeah I don't think you could script it to be any worse than it was um, look it's difficult to take um, but you know we're, we're big boys and we have to stand up and um, dust ourselves off and get back up at least our season is not over I think it would be even more devastating if you had nothing to play for, for the rest of the season and you had three or four months to think about it but we have a couple of, we have a couple of big games ahead of us in the Europa League and in two weeks time we'll be playing AZ Alkmaar you know, in a real crunch game and um, you know you have to take the positive that's what we have to look forward to um, disappointing tonight but that's the way it goes This is the SSE or Tristy League of Ireland podcast on News Talk well it's not the year Tristy League of Ireland is it it's just the year Tristy League anyway I'm Oisín Langan he's Dan Kelly and this is an FAI Cup final special in there you heard my commentary then the commentary of Red FM's Rory O'Hagan who is assisted by Billy Woods and Dan Murray we'll hear more from those two a little bit later on also in there Trevor Welch of 96FM and TV3 fame and uh, George Hamilton from RTE just to keep it all neutral although you could argue LMFM I asked them very early this morning for a clip and they haven't come back to me they generally do to be fair to them and uh, thanks for dropping them right in it there uh, Dan Uh, great bunch of lads and um, yesterday I turned around and shook their hands because they were right behind me and said I'd I'd sooner take your season than ours me as a Cork City fan Um, although I think my commentary was pretty neutral there right oh, you never so. know so. I was a City fan yeah also in there you heard from Mark McNulty the Cork City goalkeeper the only player to have played right from the start of the new Cork City from when they came back as the forest Cork City uh, and also Gary Rogers and Stephen Kenny and John Caulfield we'll hear more from all of them a little bit later we'll also hear from Sean McGuire and Alan Bennett who I'm delighted to have seen win another piece of silverware with Cork 
Or he, was that his first? Was he there for any of the league successes? He just seems to be a cult hero. Like looking at uh, Cork City fans on Twitter on Sunday afternoon, he was one of the players that seemed like I know he put up a picture of himself in that famous Cork uh, Adidas jersey with the uh, green and white stripes. He just seems to best, be jer- best jersey ever. He just seems to be loved uh, in Cork, and was for obvious reasons. Yeah, well, he went to England. He had a fairly successful mm-hmm. career over there. Ireland internationals. That's up. correct, absolutely. Uh, came back to Cork and he put his heart on the line. I mean, he worked incredibly hard. So that's why people love him. And last year, after the cup final, he was devastated. He was brilliant last year as well. He was named man of the match. Um, and speaking of last year, I asked John Caulfield, the Cork City manager, if they learned from last year and if they applied the lessons to this season and indeed maybe this game, especially in the second half. This though, his general thoughts and feelings after winning Cork City's first cup since 2007. Fantastic. Fantastic light for the supporters. Um, you know, two heavyweights, you know, the dog won the trophies the last couple of years and, um, you know, they've been a big team to beat. We've been close, but we haven't won the trophy. And um, that, today's win will give us that belief, I believe. And, uh, you know, while Dundalk are setting a very high standard, I'm hoping that win will drive us on for next year, and I think it will. It was a game in which they dominated the first half. You had to kind of grow into it. What did you say at half-time? Because your team hadn't come out of the blocks. No, we hadn't. And we were, it looked like we were very nervous in the first half. I don't know why. And we backed off. And I was happy to get in at half-time and all, to have a chat with them. And, uh, but thankfully, the second half, we tore into the match. And we were brilliant second half. And, you know, Chilozzi could have won the game. Rogers made a fantastic save. And, um, and, we, and he made another good save on Garrod. But we were totally dominant second half. It was a real Cox City performance for this season. So, um, you know, and... Uh, but there, as you can see with both teams there isn't much between us we felt that this year and uh, you know it was just vital for us um, just to sneak the winner and obviously we're happy with that You made changes at the end of last season you brought in players some players went out you changed kind of the style maybe with this season Shawnee Maguire was one of the guys you took a gamble on and that gamble has paid off well, it wasn't Campbell. I always knew he's a good player, but he had to put his head down and train hard. And he's been phenomenal. He scored in the Presidents Cup at the very start of the season. He scores the winner today. He's got 29 goals this season. And he's a fantastic young man. But we did make changes this year. Brought new players in, more energetic, and guys with a will to win. Because you need fellas who really want it. Because when you're in a 50-50 game, where there's nothing in the game, you just need fellas to dig in and go over the life. And um, the game could have gone either way in extra time, but thankfully we got it. But you need guys that lay, lay their heart on the ground really. And to give everything they have and they're the type of players we need Did you kind of learn from last season's final because it, maybe you wouldn't have pushed on like that last year in, in extra time and you did push on and you got the goal and you're cup champions is that something that you kind of learned and applied today? No I don't think so Oshin, last year's team uh, we recognised we didn't have the same threat we didn't have the same forward threat and we were probably playing more offset pieces, whereas today we knew we had opportunities. So um, this year was just a case we believed in ourselves that we were good, that we we, we could score, and that we have a lot more uh, energy about our side. So um, you know, even though the game was looked like it was going to penalties, but at the same time you could see both teams were still trying to go for the win. How much did you need that? title how much did you need to get your hands on silverware well it, time will tell but you know the win can give belief to the team I believe in these lads all the year we were devastated after the league defeat three, three or four weeks ago um, but we said today we were going to leave everything on the pitch the players said it and they did and that's all you can ask for and uh, I just feel that it will give belief to the team because sometimes you know because they're not a phenomenal team and you're reading so much about them it can make you a little bit inferior and certainly in the first half we were a bit nervous but um, you know we had beaten them a couple of times in the league which this year 
so he knew if we played well we could do it and um, you know I think probably in the end we just both deserved it Do some of your lads get a, a drive from what people say about some of the Dundalk players and what Dundalk have done this season for example Daryl Horgan and Andy Boyle very much in the conversation for the Ireland squad they're in the provisional squad do some of your lads kind of look at that and go could be me that should be me well I don't know I, I, you know, I, I don't know what, what way they look at it the most important thing is for them is that, is that uh, they keep their feet in the ground and next year we kick on again from this and because obviously Dundalk are going to a higher level but at the same time um, um, we have, you, know, you look at Maguire's on a 21 international Kevin O'Connor's on a 21 international Young Chidosi has been called up to the panel so we, you know, we have a lot of young fellas coming through you look during the week around the 19s played Rome and, and you know, did really well so um, it's just mixes the blend of our young players coming through and uh, with the experience and that's what we have to work on Will you be able to keep the bulk of this panel together and maybe add a couple? Yeah, most of them are on two-year contracts no, so we're happy about that It's a point to lose it you know, I think um, the players are magnificent you know, after a grueling game in Russia really on Friday and very, very uh, very unfortunate really I felt to lose overall but listen, that's the way it goes No, they were running it really on empty to you know, getting back on Friday from St Petersburg and going again, 120 minutes. We really, we're in control of extra time. We a couple of great chances, and it just looked, looked like we're going to score. But uh, Ron Finn, I'm certain that went in. Couldn't believe it didn't go in the end. Um, and uh, then to concede right at the death. It's a cruel way to lose. So that's the way it goes. You have to, you have to accept your defeat. Deflected effort. But listen, it's Cork. Cork. Uh, you know, been, you know, congratulate them, well done to them, and uh, that's, that's um, we just have to accept that. Barnes fell in the second half, thought we were largely controlled again. Spelled the second half for about 15 minutes, minute where Cork got on top of it, created about three good chances. And, um, but for the rest of it, I felt we were sort of in a sense. It was an end to end game. No, it always could have went either way. Um, probably hadn't got that gear that we needed in terms of. Uh, our key players are just McElhenney you know really tired Horgan tired in extra time but they still did well and they gave everything in the first half you dominated possession but you were finding it hard to get in behind them was that because of the level of fatigue or was it because City were kind of sitting deep I was still a couple of good chances Dave McMillan a great chance and uh, obviously come up Mark McMillan saved with his legs and Darrell was in to keeper we still have the good chances and you know we showed our quality of a pass was very good you're right there wasn't Daryl had a shot as well when Sean Gannon overlapped so there was a few good chances but it just didn't quite fall for us does it soften the blow maybe that's the wrong phrase to use but does it make it easier to take or is it in any way better that you have something big to look forward to because talk to Cork players last year they were devastated because they'd lost but also they had to take that hurt through the winter they had nothing to look forward to in the coming weeks whereas you do yeah I think we're league, t- league champions and that's, the, that's the, that was our main objective this year that's the, you know to win three in a row is unprecedented for, for Dundalk and yeah, we're league champions that was our meant to get to the qualify for the group stage of the Europa League was, you know it was something we really strive to do the FBI Cup was then then the next objective and uh, we wanted to win it um, and uh, we just uh, you know sometimes in life you can't do everything John Caulfield the Cork City manager and off the back of him we played Stephen Kenny the Dundalk manager uh, it does make it easier to swallow if you're a Dundalk player and a couple of them have said this the fact that they've got a big game coming up against AZ Alkmaar yeah uh, if if that was if the tables were turned yesterday and Cork lost that game again they would, it would leave a very sour taste in their mouths for a few months 
Dundalk are lucky now they've only 10 days or so to regroup it's like suppose they're in a very unusual situation with the way the league around season works the cup final is always the traditional end of the season but they still have two games left and in the grand scheme of things as uh, as important it is to win the FEI Cup they did win it last year they may never get another opportunity at uh, a run as successful as it has been in the Europa League Fantastic day for Shelburne ladies. They beat uh, Wexford Hughes 5 0. Leanne Kernan with a hat trick. Just a terrible weekend overall for Wexford Hughes. They oh, lost so their Premier League status and they lost uh, their manager, Shane Keegan. We'll talk more about that in a little, in a little while. Both Cup finals had opposite results from last year. That's absolutely correct. Both uh, the men's and the women's were both the same finals as last year with the uh, 2015 runners up winning in 2016. Nice one, Stato. And it was a. Not bad weekend for the County of Louth. Dundalk got to the cup final, played in the cup final. Yeah, they lost it, but Drogheda are back in the Premier Division. And we'll have more on that in a little while. First, though, more reaction from the cup final. What did the legends of Cork City, Dan Murray, Billy Woods and Neil Horgan think? Well, here they are. They spoke to me just after the full-time whistle while the City fans and players celebrated. Billy Woods and Dan Murray, two former greats of Cork City. Billy, we'll start with you. What does this mean to Cork City as a club because cup finals are always important but this was particularly important given how close they had come to success in the last couple of years but hadn't got their hands on silverware yeah I, th- I think it's you know oh, I spoke about it today to some people and I was, I was just saying it, psychologically it was a step that the club had to make yeah, obviously Dundalk have raised the bar for everybody this year um, in the league the last couple of years for, for a team for a progression as a club we have to win them today um, I'm absolutely delighted for John I think people appreciate the work he does um, and you saw today there was nothing between the teams um, kick of a ball but absolutely sensational and I'm delighted for John and the backroom staff as predicted by Dan Murray in extra time told you never wrong am I uh, no it's brilliant this is what the club's needed Billy said it there it's, uh, it's all about trophies at the end of the day this, this game like I said they'll be remembered forever in court now and hopefully this is this is the start so like you say they're, they're the only club in the country that can put it up to Dundalk or Cork City everyone else is so far behind these two teams are the best two in the country so this is exactly what the league needed Cork City needed so hopefully they'll push on from here now great team together there now a couple more additions and I think they'll give uh, Dundalk a right good go next season and Billy it wasn't just a hanging on effort from Cork City yeah Dundalk had chances but so did City it was a 50-50-ish game up to Maguire's goal I thought I thought in the first half I thought Cork were a bit passive um, second half I thought they came out they had a right good goal game could have gone either way Kieran killed off the chance at the end to win it for Dundalk but listen it's cup football anything can happen the last you know you're always going to get one chance at the end and Shawnee stuck it away he's a goal scorer he's been sensational signing for John he, he take Mark Sullivan's place and he's changed the dynamic of the team yeah. and what a win it has been for Cork City and what scenes we are seeing down below here at the Aviva Dan Murray what about Shawnee Maguire he has made a huge difference to Cork City this season they haven't won the league but they have won the cup and it's thanks to him yes bit of luck with the goal but he had to get in he yes. had to read yeah exactly he had to read where that ball was going and he did and his shot deflected in yeah definitely like I say I think uh, Cork City have been looking for a centre forward for as long as I can remember to, to be honest so He's really top goal scorer in the league. He's really shown, shown his worth, and especially today, like uh, Billy was saying there earlier, as simple as that, he's a goal scorer. He had one chance, arguably, for the whole game. Stuck it in the back of the, back of the net, and he's won the, won the club, club the trophy, and if anyone deserves it, he deserves it as much as anyone. Neil Horgan will get a third book out of this one. The second one launched on uh, Friday, and I'm sure you've already kind of had some ideas about the third. 
Well, tonight isn't bad for book sales anyway, I can tell you that. So, uh, look, this, this is a fantastic story. Going back to, you know, the foundation of the club and going under, effectively in 2008, 2009, and now coming back and winning the FAI Cup. Uh, but the lads out there deserve all the credit. John Caulfield and, and his men that we've watched, they've, they've strengthened from last season, really, and, and, and kept some of their best players, like Colin Healy, who came on, and to give that last bit of push. And it's, it's a great day for the club, really, Oshin. Yeah, John Caulfield has to take an awful lot of credit. Last year after the Cup final, he was very heavily criticised, and probably rightfully so, but he got it right today. And people tend to forget how much change there has been in that team since last season. Yeah, like I say, I think uh, Billy Woods would know more, more than me about it. I think they sat down after, after, the, after the match last year and said, right, we need to change stuff here. And they did that. They changed it. They got us proper centre forward legs in midfield legs on the win, wing and, and it proved right I think he John knew exactly what he wanted went out and got it and it's proved right I think he'll do exactly the same this this winter again he probably knows exactly where he wants to strengthen what players he wants and they'll be in in the next couple of weeks I'd say so yeah. I think like you said I think he knows what he needs to, to get to Dundalk standard for the league but I think he'll get it he knows it knows already what it, what it is I see the rival stations from Cork 96 and Red celebrating this together that tells you how big a deal uh, that this is it's like the end of Rocky 4 uh, Billy Woods I'll leave the final it's Rory Van actually I don't know yeah a midget version <laughs> I prefer the term economy size yeah. uh, Billy final words to you absolutely thrilled for the club the supporters um, three FA trophies in, in 32 years isn't isn't good enough for a club our size and our strength um, I think this is a stepping stone the club need to go forward as Dan said from 2007 we went backwards after winning the FA Cup we need to go forwards and I think John is the right man to do that I think you see what's in place the support in place and the support I won't say does this save his job because that would be going way over the top but it certainly solidifies his position John Caulfield well, uh, you know I think in fairness I think that's a bit such harsh but I think you know we needed to get a trophy after the work he's done the last three years and we've got it today which is a huge progression Gentlemen, thank you very much and enjoy the celebration. A very happy Dan Murray, Billy Woods and Neil Horgan. By the way, later in the week we will do a full season review. Today's podcast is just about the cup final. And it's mainly because I'm a City fan. Dan, you know for a fact had Dundalk won yesterday. I'd have been like, meh, we'll let it go. We'll leave it off till usually later in the week. Monday mornings we have a quick chat and you're usually just sad because it's Monday morning. Uh, this morning uh, not for any sporting reason just because it's, it's, Monday, it's morning. Monday morning oh just know the reason it's a Monday morning but today I've never seen you as happy and chipper at 7am so well that's for two reasons one City are cup champions and yeah. two who is the only person or one of the only people in this country to predict Ireland beating the All Blacks Richard McCormick according to Bobby Kerr Richard McCormick predicted on down to business on Saturday morning I assume that's what you're on about no I'm on about me go back to quarter to Eight on Saturday night on my Twitter timeline you will see I've already seen it because you've put it up on your yeah I may have retweeted <laughs> it five or six times since it's a little bit also on Facebook as well yeah well I just wanted to be sure people knew because I don't often get things right I will say you you have had one or two good predictions this year yes I have you Cork have. City win the cup uh, Dundalk and some, some of the European games uh, the Tipperary footballers but the one that really let me down, unfortunately, was Waterford to win the All-Ireland. And before the quarter-final in the football, Tyrone playing Mayo, I said, live on TV, not only will Tyrone win today, they'll win the All-Ireland. How did that go? This is a League of Ireland podcast. Yeah. Let's talk League of Ireland. Anyway, um, 
Sean McGuire, you know him well because he played a bit for Sligo. He did. Never really hit his straps he there, did he? never did at all. Uh, Why? He was there under Ian Barcliffe because probably played in the wrong positions, didn't get a chance. He was, it was only on loan, so he knew he was going to head back to West Ham. Uh, he was only there for half season in the end. Then he went on to Accrington, went back to Dundalk last year, did all right, and then went to Cork. When you based the team around him, what was it, 29 goals he got there for the season, I think it was? 29, as Brian Kerr said in TV commentary, and Lord knows I've watched it back enough today, uh, 28 goals up to this point this season, but it's the 29th that he'll be remembered for. Yes, but uh, the less said about the deflection. He angled it off Brian Gartland's leg. I felt a great element of sympathy for Brian Gartland, because he he gave away the throw-in as well, and when he gave it away, I thought to myself... They could be in a spot of bother here because they looked leggy. And I, by the way, maintain my status that there is a little bit of an asterisk over this because the Dock were in Russia on Thursday. But for as sad as we feel about Brian Gartland, I'm sure he's okay with his three league winners medals. I'm sure he's okay with the um, checks for the performances in Europe as well. <laughs> and look, I genuinely mean it. They're not motivated by that, but... Yeah. It you does know. help. Yeah, of course it does help. And as we say, the big game's coming up against Alkmaar and Maccabee Tel Aviv. And let's hope they get through to the next round of the Europa League. I think they will. I think they can. Sean Maguire, will he be in the League of Ireland next season? We don't know. We know he was there yesterday for the cup final. We know he got the winner. And we know that afterwards I caught up with him. And the old man of the Cork City... Sorry, the most experienced man in the Cork City team... Alan Bennett. Sean McGuire, congratulations on scoring the cup final winning goal. It was, it was an amazing feeling, you know, obviously if you said to me to start the game, it would be the best scenario, winning the game would be would be a last minute winner in the Cork end. And, you know, we dug deep throughout the game, there was times where, where Dundalk put us under a lot of pressure and they made half chances and, you know, it was kind of like, it was an open up, it was, a, it was an open game where we had a lot, we had, we had a spell in the second half there where we could have scored two or three times and, Look, listen, it wasn't, best my, it wasn't my best game, and I'll, admit, I'll be the first to admit that, because next extra time, I think I gave away every ball I got, and, you know, and I was thinking, this is not going to be my day, you know, and, and the minute the, the ball popped up for me, I said I'd take it on the volley, and looking up, took the section and went in. Talk to me about the goal, because it, it came from a throw-in very late in yeah. the game. Yeah, it was... Um, it was, it was Beats Beats said right, we'll just get the ball in the box with Marquis Marquis on and he'll make himself useful like he always does you know and he kind of he kind of I think he got a little flick on it and I took a touch and volleyed it in and you know I was just saying to the boys there <coughs> I had my top off celebration, celebrating before it even went in because I seen it trickle in into the bottom of the net and look, it was brilliant to do in the cock end as well because they deserve this you know because they travelled around the country um, on a Monday during the week on a Friday you know and it's disappointing losing out in the leagues, finishing second again, but you know they deserve it more than anyone. How much did you need Cork City? And it turns out Cork City needed you. I said it to John Caulfield there a couple of minutes ago. You, you took a gamble on taking Shawnee in and a few others as well, and a gamble paid off. And he said it wasn't a gamble. Shawnee just needed to get his head down and work hard, and that's that's easily yeah. what you've done. Look, listen, it was frustrating last year, as I said there. I wasn't even on the bench for the cup final last year with Dundalk. Yeah, with Dundalk and. <clears throat> You know, all I needed was an opportunity to play with, on a, with a big club like Cork. And, and you know what, John gave me the opportunity, he said, give me the opportunity and, and it's down to you to take. And then he, and I thank John and I've said, been saying it all season, like I get, can't give him enough credit for what he's, what he's done for me, you know, because he's brought me in. I was, wasn't playing with Dundalk and was, as I said, I think it was like a bit of a gamble because I wasn't playing and stuff. So, you know, I, 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 uh, 
Don't want to throw the season, you know. You know, as a striker, you come into a new club, you want to you want to start well, and I did. I scored two goals in my first game, and you know, I'll get the applause all season for scoring goals here and there. But it's been a collective effort. You've seen us in Europe. People are quick to forget we done well in Europe. We have BK Hacking put up against Genk. They're, they're doing well in Europe as well, and they're top players. So it's, I'm just delighted now. We finished finishing the high. For you personally, did you have to change what you were doing? off the park and on the park because as John said you just needed to get your head down and work were you did things have to change and did they change when you went to court no, no not whatsoever like I think as I said there I just needed an opportunity and just whether I know myself I was going to take it because I, I'm confident in myself with the ability I have to for going to a club I'll, I'll do well and, you know the knock was frustrating like I had no room to complain because Killers, Killuff and Dave McMillan were, were doing well, you know, scoring goals and stuff. And it was, it was just hard for me. Like it was every time I was coming on, I was getting five minutes, ten minutes there. And when I did play my first game, I was played out of position. But I'm not, not going to complain about that because wherever the manager's going to play me, I, I'll give him 100%. So I was, you know, it was frustrating, but I'm just delighted now. Year on, year on now, and, and I'm, um, I'm thrilled. Like, I can't put into words how much it means to me. And for a striker, it's the dream, isn't it? Scoring in big games, especially. Yeah. A big game like this. Yeah, it was, it was frustrating even even throughout the game. You know, uh, um, wasn't it was getting hat, like kind of balls up high and competing with the two boys, Garland and, and Boyle. It was it was it was it was tough. You know, and when I got that opportunity to a uh, half chance, I kind of was happy to put it away. And you're getting a big hand on the shoulder from Alan Bennett. Alan, uh, talk to me about this man, Sean McGuire, and what he's done for you this season. He's had a great season. I mean, really has top scorer in the league. The man today with the difference, you know. Um, said he wasn't even in the squad last year when he came, when we came to the cup final, and for him to put in the season he has just shows an immense character, really. You know, more than anything, because he always had the ability. It's easy to sulk or you know what I mean, give up or whatever, and he just didn't. He cracked on, and from the moment he arrived, the first day in training down CAT, he put him in the top corner. I thought I'm gonna have trouble this year. <laughs> Racking this guy every day in training, so he's had a great season. I'm tired for him. What about the end of that game and Shawnee's goal? Because that's a goal that you mightn't have got last year. You mightn't have taken the gamble to push on. You mightn't have had kind of that level of experience to do it. Yeah. Did that experience come directly from last year's cup final and the way John has kind of changed the team and evolved the squad this year? I think we just have more options, you know. More lads kind of coming off the bench who couldn't really make a difference, I suppose. Um, to be fair to John, but he went for it, you know, put on attacking players, Marky, Chidozi, you know, like fellas who would go forward. So I think he wanted to leave the game with no regrets either. And um, fairness, he made the moves, and I suppose it's not, I'm not going to say we worked on that because we didn't. So just come off and we're happy. Yeah. Sean, talk to me about Alan. What's he meant to you? Because he is, he is, uh, how would I put it without making you sound old? He's the, the senior man in the Cork City squad. Yeah, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a father figure, you know. When I came down to here, I've heard of Ben Og, you know, got man of the match in the last, last year's Cup final and stuff. And, you know, off the pitch, he's, he's a top guy and a top pro, you know. He'd be the first one in and the last one out. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege to, uh, to play alongside him because he's had a career career. And, uh, hopefully he can continue out in the next couple of years and I don't know whether he'll be happy to say that but you know he's definitely at least five years def- definitely left in him and you know, he's, as I said there he's a top guy and there's a lot of boys out there that deserve it you know, yeah. you know so we're just happy and Beno I spoke to you last year after the cup final you were absolutely devastated you looked out there t- today like a team who were determined not only because of last year I guess but because of finishing second against Dundalk you yeah. desperately needed a trophy didn't you you probably said it there it was <coughs> all week we were speaking and it was I don't want to say desperate but it was getting that way you know um, and we just really wanted it no one even 
thought about losing this game today. I don't think all week we've been speaking and everyone just said, look, this Was is... Was it addressed, that the whole thing of just coming up short all the time to Dundalk? Not mentioned, not mentioned, no, but you sensed it, like, you know, when you've been on the road, like, you know, but... Listen, we've beaten them three times this year, you know, so it's not a fluke, like, we've 21 clean sheets out of 33 games, this man's been top scorer. We deserve a lot of credit for our season, you know, so if Dundalk probably hadn't had the season they had in Europe, we would have been getting a lot more plaudits, you know, so... Um, this is not a fluke it's not just happened you know it's, 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 and I think they know that as well and we're just happy you know we're real happy and you'll get the plaudits you deserve now and that's, uh, that's welcome isn't it absolutely look fellas like this guy beside me and Kevin O'Connor and a few others are, are good, good young lads who have <coughs> good careers ahead of them you know so this could be a stepping stone for a lot of them excuse me I'm croaking up but it's great I'm just so happy for all the boys is Sean Cork's most popular Kilkenny man absolutely <laughs> Freedom of, freedom of course coming his way. <laughs> One of my best friends and a bloody good defender, Alan Bennett. And before him, or so, with him, Sean McGuire. So that was actually David Brent. One of my best friends and a bloody good sales rep, Chris French. Uh, Benno, I would imagine, would like to disassociate himself with me and those comments. Yeah. Um, what a guy, though. What a servant to Cork City. What a servant to Dundalk, Daryl Horgan. Where will he go next? Will he stay at Dundalk? Will he feature for Ireland? in the World Cup qualifiers. Who knows? After yesterday's match, I spoke to him. Look, any cup finals, tough to lose, but um, to lose it probably when you've been, maybe in a sense, the better team and had the chances, as you say. And uh, Last minute reflection. It's not much cooler than that, I don't think. There might be an image from the public or people who kind of casually follow the league that you'll think, ah, what of it? Sure, we have the Europa League campaign, but I can see in your eyes and I heard from Gary Rogers' voice when I spoke to him earlier this is hurting oh, absolutely it's a cup final you know it's probably the, the most special days in football in Ireland you know um, we were all out to win it we were dying to win it and I thought we played quite well but uh, look it doesn't matter now we haven't won and congratulations to the core the, uh, the team wins it deserves it Normally you're a team who takes at least one or two chances. Why do you think that wasn't the case today? I don't know, to be honest with you. I can't put my finger on it. Sometimes it just it just doesn't fall your way. You know, they get the deflection that goes in. We don't. And look, that's the way football goes. Other days we'll get it. Um, but right now I just I don't know. I just can't, uh, I can't put my finger on it. Last year, I spoke to City players after they lost to you in the cup final, and they said we're devastated for two reasons. One, we've lost the cup final, and two, we know how to take this hurt through the winter. You don't have that kind of time on your hands. You have to get back to it straight away. A big game coming up in a couple of weeks. Does that help? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, it would be far tougher if the season was over. You know, um, thankfully, we still have something to play for. We still have to... Which they'll hopefully can get out of the group. Um, they'll have to be the aim now, try to bounce back from this. But um, I don't even want to think about that at the minute. It's just uh, it's heartbreaking sitting here at the minute. No rest for you. You're joining up with the Ireland squad, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I don't know when he's naming it for sure, but it'll be, it'll be soon enough, I suppose. Um, we'll see from there. To have entered the conversation, though, that must be for you as a player. That must be very pleasing, and on a personal level, that must be a real boost. Yeah, it's great to have myself and Boiler there, thereabouts. But um, yeah, hopefully, get in the squad because it's been a it's been a tough weekend already. You know, Daryl, well done, thank you. Nice, Daryl Horgan. I wish him luck with the Irish squad. 
Um, he's been named in the provisional panel. Obviously, like the rest of the Dundalk players, he's got some big games coming up. And one of them will not be against Austria. Why do you always have to be so negative against Daryl Horn? I don't have to be Is negative. it because you're from Sligo and he's from Galway? He's a, a, he's a former Sligo Rovers player and did very well in the showgrounds. I just do not think uh, Martin O'Neill will uh, throw him in a competitive international in Vienna. Probably not. And that's probably why he's away from home against yeah. Austria. But then again, he's done it every time he's needed to step up. He did it away oh, in has. Russia. Oh, so there's I, no reason why he couldn't do it against Austria. I'm not saying or anyone else in this group. I'm not saying that I don't think he would perform well for Ireland. I just think Martin O'Neill will not pick him in, to make his debut in a competitive international in Vienna. I don't know why you're always ragging on Daryl Horgan. Yeah. Quite frankly, I'm getting sick of your bully boy tactics. And um, this is a cup final special, but it was such a big weekend you could not talk about Drogheda getting back up to the Premier Division. Congratulations to them. Two 0 down going into the second leg on Friday night at United Park against Wexford Hughes. And well, I could tell you what happened. You probably know know already, but I would rather the LMFM commentary team describe it to you. And we'll also throw in a little bit here from the Wexford Youth's Mixler channel. That's their club commentary channel. And you'll just hear the hurt and devastation in their voices. And more hurt and devastation for Wexford to come even after that uh, on what was a miserable weekend. Anyway, here we go. Rebound almost fell for Gareth McAfee. Ball into the air. There's the header! And there is the goal! And it's the substitute! Kevin Farrell with it for Jordan United! They are level in the tie! That's a penalty. Thornton's. It's in the back of the net. The score here with 12 minutes to go is Strahd United 3, Wexford Utes 0. Wilson tried to turn a shoot and it's going to be a penalty kick for Strahd United. Thornton now versus Graham Doyle. Can Thornton set Strahd on the way? He can! Sean Thornton down low to the bottom right hand corner has scored the goal to put Strahd United in the box seat. And I think the referee will soon be making it official that Wexford Utes will be returning to the first division in 2017. I am... Deeply, deeply disappointed as a Wexford Utes fan. That's it. I'll say goodnight as early as possible. Not a night to remember from a Wexford Utes perspective. The final score here. Wexford Utes nil, draw the United 3. As the draw the United supporters rise to their feet, waiting to applaud this. And there is the final whistle from the referee, Graham Kelly. Draw the United's absence. Claudia Maynard's time out of the Premier Division was just one season. They are back in the Premier Division where all these faithful supporters believe they belong. A mix of LMFM's commentary from Drogheda against Wexford and of course the Wexford Youths Club commentary Mixler account. That's a great idea by the way. Fair play to Wexford for doing it. You can really hear the heartbreak. Oh you can. It's like in The Simpsons when you slow it down and you can see the moment where Ralph's heart breaks. No. Yeah. It was cruel because they're, they're dedicated fans. You yeah. wouldn't do that kind of service unless you were a dedicated fan. You wouldn't travel around the country like that unless you were a dedicated fan. And they don't just do it for the big games like the one on Friday night. They do it for many, many games. I met them down in Turner's Cross uh, earlier in the season. Now, Mick Wallace, the owner of Wexford Utes, the creator of Wexford Utes, is not a happy man because Shane Keegan is leaving. He's their manager. He's left. He's gone. He's gone. His press conference Adios. is today, Monday. Yes. He has been unveiled or will be unveiled as the Galway United manager. The news snuck out on Friday. I spotted it uh, via the Connacht Tribune's Twitter account. Mm-hmm. I went with it. A few others went with it. Mick Wallace, not happy. And he's released a statement. He did. He, uh, he released it uh, late last night. It came after the Wexford Youth Ladies team lost the FBI Cup final. But it was a general statement from him about the season. But it paid particular attention 
to Shane Keegan leaving the club. Uh, it goes like this. On Friday morning, the uh, the day of the biggest game in Wexford Youth's history, one that would determine whether the club would retain its place in the Premier Division of the League of Ireland or not, the word spread that a rival League of Ireland club was about to announce the appointment of Shane Keegan as their manager. For this news to spread on such a day, let alone the fact that Keegan was under contract to Wexford Youth for another year, was on uh, was on the part of Go United and a blatant breach of League of Ireland rules. Wexford Youth shall be lodging a formal complaint with the FEI and seeking adequate compensation. He called them grossly unprofessional. Mick Wallace called it's football, isn't it? It is. It's, uh, it's not. Look, it wasn't great the way it came out, but that wasn't necessarily Galway United's fault. But when you're dealing with something like this, someone will tell someone, and when it gets into the hands of the yeah. media, they will report it. If Keegan was under contract for another year, Mick Wallace being a businessman, he knows very well how contracts work. They, he feels, uh, works are entitled to compensation, and they're going to go to the FEI over what he calls the grossly unprofessional antics of Galway United. Okay. Well, look, we'll probably let others decide whether or not it was grossly unprofessional Correct. but preparation I'm just, wise I'm just yeah quoting, you're reading the statements those are what Mick Wallace yeah, has said those are the words from Mick Wallace but it's not an ideal preparation for your team when you find out the day of the game and maybe a lot of the players knew before Yeah. but is it an excuse for losing 3-0 honestly I don't think so no. I think the uh, blame fully uh, solely is on the if you hands. say Lee Chin I'm going to is on the I'm hands of a man who was at a meal in Dublin for. Uh, how did he, did he win? We, we've had this argument. What position did he? What position we've had this argument he? before. No, for, no in yeah, all in okay. all seriousness, uh, the uh, the abuse that Lee Chin got on social media was ridiculous. Wasn't totally it? unwarranted. Yeah. Uh, would they have won the game uh, with him in the team? We don't know. The fact is, he was there on a short term deal. He is a hurler. He is a Gaelic footballer. The All-Stars are one of the biggest nights of the GEA calendar and he chose to be there. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the, I'm sure he mentioned it to Keegan uh, when this deal came through because they knew yep. the playoff dates and the All-Star dates clashed. And la vie. Well, I'm just looking at the newswire. Have you seen this? No, what is it? Lee Chin has signed for Galway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't really. Listen, Wexford, hard luck. You're a great club and you will be back. Tough weekend for them, losing the Women's yes. Cup final as well. But as we say, that's football. You go through defeats and whatever. And people are looking at Lee Chin and they're thinking, what about this one game? But the truth is, Wexford were relegated over a season. 33 games and then two games in a playoff. Exactly. Well, that's it for this Cup final special and I suppose Wexford and Drada special yeah. of the uh, League of Ireland podcast. We'll be back later in the week with the season review. Yourself and Richie. Yes, that's right. You won't be here. No. You're going I... off. I'm going abroad. Uh, there's a there's a Dubliner in a fight next. Oh, that's right. You you cover MMA. That's mad the way you do MMA and sport. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Okay, Dan, enjoy that holiday you're going on uh, with that showbiz event that you're yes. going to. Um, fair enough. Uh, the fixtures this week. Oh yeah, I'll do them here. Your sheet is blank. It's over. That's it. It's really over. Yeah. Okay, at Oshin Langan on Twitter. At Ismisha uh, Daniel. Talk to you later in the week, folks. Take care. Maguire. Oh, he's done it! Maguire has done it! Sean Maguire has won it for Cox today! Yes! You beauty! You beauty! It's Russell Maguire who shoots! Oh, it's deflected in at Cork City! I'm sure he won the cup! Mark Hangar has left on the fuzz, it's Sean Maguire who takes the shot!